This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! This past SmackDown and Raw has been the WWE draft, uh, the results of which will be effective as of October 22nd, following the show that shall not be named. Um, so for now, we get to do what we do best on this show, and that is sit around and theorize about what possible futures people have. We've seen tag teams get split up. We've seen people get shifted brands. We've seen titles get switched brands. And uh, that's probably the easiest one to start off with because uh, she's a pretty big one. Uh, Becky Lynch, the SmackDown Women's Champion as of right now, getting drafted over to Raw, while the Raw Women's Champion Charlotte getting drafted over to SmackDown. Gee, that sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? Look, you you get one of these moments every so often um, where I I let you be smug. Um, So feel free to be smug. Yeah. um, I still... And they immediately went into teasing a potential uh, unification of the title on SmackDown. Less so on Raw, but definitely played it heavily on SmackDown. Uh, between Becky and Charlotte. Mm. Um, it'll probably just be something weak like they've swapped titles. Because, of course they would. Um, that said, I, I still think they need... I think they need to unify the two main titles and bring out a secondary title. Mm-hmm. But then, if they do that, they'll just be accused of copying... AEW, oh. which I'm actually legitimately saying because I actually watched the shows this week. I was sitting here just like in anticipation. Is he going to say it? Is he going to say the words? And then he said the words. <laughs> um, yeah, the titles are so interesting, the WWE, just because there is so many of them right now, right? Like the the WWE uh, Women's Tag Team Championships, not including NXT or any of their teams, if we were to look at the teams that you have right now on Raw and SmackDown, you have one, and it is the champions. Every other team that you had got split up in this draft. Um, and so if we're going to do anything with the women's titles, uh, I got a suggestion first off. My suggestion is retire them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take them out of the picture. Yeah. Maybe retire one half of them. And turn the other half into the Midgard title? <laughs> um, Something's got to happen. Like, we, uh, this division was already really weak, and now you've just l- literally ripped apart any chance that this division had uh, of, of doing anything. Um, even if you keep around the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, th- the main roster ones are, are pretty doomed at this point. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think they need to start working on, like, actually forging more team. Um, I think they need to, to like, just start, like, 
pairing people up and seeing what kind of, uh, like, union we can get. Like, for me, personally, I would pair Naya and Tamina up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they would make a great powerhouse team. Um, but then again, they both have been tag team champions with somebody else in the last year, so who knows. But that would be a team I'd pair together. Uh, I would pair, let's see here. SmackDown doesn't have as many women as I just noticed. <laughs> um, the division is not that deep. Uh, uh, um, all right. I'll go with Aaliyah and Shachi. <laughs> just because I don't know who else to pair together because everybody <laughs> else is like too high up on the chain to pair up. Unless you're going to do something like Shotzi and Tony Storm or Shotzi and, well, I guess we'll mention the dra- probably one of the biggest surprises on the draft, Zia Lee. <laughs> what? Are you doing a segue? What is this? You mentioned AEW, you're doing a segue? Is this the same Josh? Have I called up a different person? Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, Zia Lee coming up from NXT without, uh, Tian Sha, without Mi Ying, uh, without Boa, just Zia Lee on her own. As far as we know up right now. It's true. Um, it also doesn't help that on NXT, uh, Mi Ying lost her first match. Yeah. I, I still don't understand it. You guys tried to explain it to me in the chat. I still don't get it. I... Uh, it just makes no yep. sense to me why you would do that. You have this magical person, and you have them debut, and they lose, and then one of their stable mates is running away to the main roster, and what do you have here? Yeah, um, I don't know. All I know is is that um, they've uh, had a segment with um, Indy and her best woman from the wedding, um, who I, name is, I do not know at the moment. Uh, I didn't pay close enough attention to learn it. I only know her um, Australian name. I don't know her WWE name. <laughs> Alright. So, they, and they were talking about the honeymoon for, uh, Indy with a bunch of innuendos. And they come along a room that's got, just got smoke fill flowing out of it. They open the door and there's just sitting in the middle of the chair with smoke around it is me and with Oh, and then they yell at Indy to get out and make a joke about, uh, that was freaky. You know, I've seen freakier. Um, and then they have a match, uh, out of nowhere. And everything's going well for, um, Ying. And then she gets pushed into the, um, ring po- post and put in the ring and, uh, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I still don't understand it. Um, but I guess the, the, the knock-on effect for as far as people caring about only the main roster is that we do now have Zia Lee, uh, who was being built up, and can she continue that momentum now that she's up on SmackDown? I think she can, uh, especially since most of the people on in the, that will be watching on the main roster won't really know who she is that well. They may have seen her, like, in her one appearance in the in the Rumble, but they won't really know anything about her, so they'll be able to establish her a character and stuff while also making her look like a Billy B.A. <laughs> um, or should I say Bonnie B.A. since it's a female. <laughs> um, and they'll slowly build her up. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, 
but yeah, let's state of Tian Chao is uh, not in good shape right now. That's for sure. It's just really hard to to predict what's going to happen with them. Like we always thought, you know, NXT was going to get a little bit uh, robbed uh, in this. Uh, it's not too crazy uh, the amount of people that they lost, but there is some cool. Um, storylines that are going to be shattered by this like Zia Lee obviously coming up um and then another one to to look at as well uh is that you know the entirety of Hit Row uh get called up as well including the North American champion who is probably losing that title next week since he's defending it against uh Escobar it, it seems like he's destined to lose it given given him and his whole crew are coming up yeah um, but I, I personally, I would have him win that match, then lose it the next week, when it would be his official last night on on NXT. True. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'd have him foolishly like cha- uh, do an open challenge or something, and have just some ran- random person come out and beat him. True. But yeah, they'll probably just put the title on Escort. I'm fine with that. Escort's a good talent. He's proved, proved that with the Cruiserweight title when he was out, held that, that, uh, title for as long as he did with, with the matches he had. He's a, he's a good heel. Uh, yeah, I, I think all of it Rose should do well, um, coming up to SmackDown as well. Like, they're, they're a pretty good act together. Um, but the important part is that they are an act together, right? Like, I, I don't think outside of maybe Swerve, um, anybody here is like a breakout star at the moment um they just haven't had long enough to fully uh figure out that dynamic and and figure out those characters other than you know this is this is a crew that's tied together we got our we got our general group gimmick and let's move on forward from here so i look forward to seeing how they they develop themselves on smackdown honestly i think the biggest thing was when they announced hit row they included the female it's true because I think we all expected if they went, they leave the female behind for NXT's women's division. And that's probably but one no, of the biggest bolsters SmackDown needs as well. Yeah. Um, because as you said, SmackDown women's division is pretty weak, so uh, having BFAB there as well is going to help out. Well, it's not. It's not that it's weak. It's just top heavy. True. Uh, it's got a lot of big names. You got Banks and Flair. Um, you have uh, Naomi, who is in her storyline. You have, uh, to a lesser degree, you have Natalia. Then you have Tony, Satsuki. We've already talked about Isaiah Lee. Um, we, we have the newcomer, Aaliyah. I mean, it's got, there's a, a, a pretty good division here. True. It's just a lot of the names here are to the upper part. And they took a lot of names, bigger names, and put them on Raw. Mm-hmm. True. Um, we'll just have to wait and see uh, what ends up happening, because we also have a number of women's talents who um, also in that top-heavy side of things, but didn't uh, get drafted due to injury or otherwise, right? Like, we've still got Bailey, we've still got Asuka uh, sitting in the wings uh, eventually for returns that could help out either of these rosters if these rosters turn out to be floundering. Um, and then purely just because we're in the women's division, just before we hit the song as well, uh, and I know it's not a high-profile one, and there's many more high-profiles to talk about, but Liv Morgan heading over to Raw, 
Uh, do you think she's going to get a bit more of a shake on Raw than she got on uh, on SmackDown with her momentum that she's building? I can definitely see it. I, as I said, we got a lot of big names on Raw. Um, we have we definitely have to see, but there's definitely room for uh, her to grow and like in and, and potentially make it to um, the title area. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely room because we do have uh, we do know we have Becky we have Bianca we have Nia Jax and uh, who's currently injured but still got drafted we've got the tag team champions and Nikki and uh, and Ripley Ricky yeah we've got uh, Samina we've talked about we've got Tegan Knox on this show we've got Zena, Zelina Vega we got Carmella, who's currently in a feud with Liv Morgan, <laughs> so they came together. Um, we've got Dana Brooke, who basically lost an arm on uh, Monday. Lots of people are losing uh, arms at the moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got Bliss, who's currently off in a void. We don't really know what's going on with her. Um, we've got Mia Yim. Uh, we've got Dewdrop, who's currently who seems to be wanting to do a, a feud with Shayna Baszler, who got drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> So yeah, we've got a really good division here on Raw. Yeah, I think I think with this draw, we we said uh, two years ago in the last draft, SmackDown easily won that division draft. I'd say in this case, Raw won this draft. I would it, deem it a I'd, lot closer, but yeah, Raw uh, by a hair. Yeah, I would say they did a lot of course correcting because. Uh, SmackDown's so strong right now, they could afford to lose a bunch of stars and still build up a new ones. Because that's what SmackDown's always done. It's always built up new stars. But I think maybe after we get back from the break, I think I want to talk about one of my maybe biggest draft picks. Alrighty, that sounds like, again, you're doing segues this time into the song. I don't know what's gotten into you, but uh, as as you requested, let's go into our entrance theme uh, this week. It is going to be the theme of Hit Row coming up from NXT to SmackDown, and their theme is playing for you right about now. Slowly stop that talking, better show me I fly about the top I keep money in odds I roll like I'm a slob at Breathe the money drops Yes, I, I do the most My hair is white like snow One look and then they know I break next and I go I speed off like I'm trying to make them Breathe exhaust Shoulders be with sauce Play with me, you pay the cost Breezy Hit row, hit row you 
what is hitting. You know, Swerg on proof that he just different. You know, push my pen up to his limit, pushing any opera proving he ain't with it. Kudos, subscribing to these common digits. Hublo, AJ Bribri, the Adonis. We know, apply that pressure, acting somewhat extra on another level. You can never mess. Kilo. I stay sharp, I'm young, go hard. This ain't for play play. We crash down in your foundation. And you're yeah. back with the wrestling roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. I'm Grady, he's Josh, and I'm going to hand the floor on over to you. Now, do you remember the Evolve show a couple years ago? Of course. You wouldn't yeah, stop talking I, about it. <laughs> it was such a good show. And I sat there and said, I think this kid has a bright, bright future. Um, I really enjoyed the work he did on that show. I've enjoyed the stuff he's done in NXT Minus whatever he, time he went to Raw. <laughs> Minus that, that we, little we, we weird period. That. We, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about that part. But we enjoyed his stuff with The Way. So I'm very excited for Austin Theory on Raw. Again. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I'm excited because this time it looks like they're actually going with him. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they brought out... I think... They sent him back down to work on his character work. That was an issue the first time. Yeah. Uh, but his stuff with the way, I think, really unlocked a lot of his potential. Um, and I think in the, I think he already made a statement with the stuff that he did with Jeff Hardy on, yeah. on Raw. I was going to say, uh, it's a pretty massive statement to come on out on your re-debut on Raw take out Jeff Hardy and, and push your character afterwards, of course, with the selfie stuff as well. Yeah. So I'm excited because I really like this kid. I think he's amazing in the ring. And I think if he can put it all together with the in, with the mic work, I think he could potentially, four or five years down the road, main event WrestleMania. That's high praise. I, I, so, yeah, I'm very, very excited for for that draft pick yeah now you're making me want to skim around and see if there's one that excites me that much um but i can't think of one quickly enough uh so i will just default back to talking about uh some more nxt call-ups uh we mentioned hit row already we talked about zaya lee already you just talked about austin theory uh we also got to mention that ridge holland uh is going to be making his way up to smackdown uh currently embroiled in uh arguably one of the main event feuds on NXT with Pete Dunne and uh Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, um that's definitely something that'll have to come to an end here shortly. Um I don't really know what the plan is, but I definitely he's got the look that WWE loves. I have I'm pretty sure that he the next couple months, the next 4 or 5 months it's going to be nothing but him squashing local competitors. He definitely has um, that build, doesn't he? He has the, I'm going to be squashing local competitors. Yeah, um, which is fine. But honestly, I think I think the biggest surprise of the draft for most people was, G- was Gable Stevenson. It's true. Stevenson's. Sorry. Uh, there's no end. Uh, yeah, that. I, so we know where where this kid is going. And he's on a, on, on a, and a lot of people saying he needs to go to SmackDown. I kind of disagree. He's on the bright brand, I think. Why? Because AJ Styles is there. Okay. Because Otis is there. Because Chad Gable is there. Because Bobby Lashley is there. 
these are all guys that are amazing, either amazing in the ring or have a similar background to Gable. They can teach him. And as he's growing, growing in, in his ability, you have Sheldon. Sure. Who we're positive will be willing to teach him. Uh, who's also a former, uh, All-American. He didn't win a gold medal like Gable did, but Sheldon's up there. So yeah, I think all the pieces on this roster here are there to help build Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. It's, it's, you even have, and you even have the Street Profits, who were, um, because you had Dawkins and, uh, Ford. Dawkins more, because he also has a similar background. It's probably the most interesting prospect, just because we can't even begin to predict what we're gonna see out of Gable, right? The guy's just stepping foot in now, and he's gonna be developing, and by the looks of it, he's going in the deep end, and he's gonna have to learn how to swim pretty quickly. Um, which has worked in the past, and it'll be interesting to see if he can adapt yeah. to it and, and pull it off like he's gonna need to. Well, what they always say is if you, if you're from the amateur ranks, and you're really good at it, the in-ring work is never going to be an issue. You have, that's always been pr- proven over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You had, cause you had people like Kurt, Ronda Rousey, uh, Bobby Lashley. You have, so the in-ring ring is not going to be an issue, I don't believe. Yeah. It's the character work. It's always, at least with WWE, it's always about the character work. Can you connect with the crowd? Can you get over? And and that's something that you're not going to know right until you put in put him in front of the crowd and you put him there and you see how he does. And usually you get to sort of try that out on NXT and see how it goes. But the guys going to have trial by fire doing that out on the main roster. Yeah, that's you're you're right. But then most people don't have the pedigree that Gable does when they're coming into the company. That's true. And the fact, and the fact is, is that most people that go to NXT, I've been working a certain style in the Indies, and they have to be taught very specifically the WWE style. But this is a blank slate. They're teaching him as they go. Yeah. So he's going to be learning the WWE style on right from the get go. He doesn't have to replace a style. That's true. Um, and. As I, as I said, like at the start, right, this is just going to be so interesting to see how he develops. He is definitely the most interesting, uh, choice here. He might not be the most exciting. Like, you know, we have seen some big names switch brands. Like we've seen Drew McIntyre come over to SmackDown. We've seen Edge go over to Raw. Um, those are sort of your, your big main event exciting names, but he's got pure potential just written across him. Um, if this was, you know, a legitimate draft, you'd be sitting there going, that was a, that was a great pick. It's a big risky pick, but it's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a reach. It could end up being a reach or it could be a massive home run. If he turns out to be the next coming of Kurt Angle, Hmm. that's why they put him on Raw is to, to bet on him developing into something of a, of a Kurt type. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exactly Kurt, because Kurt was special. That there's no denying that. Once in a lifetime. Um, but if Gable can become special in his own way, WWE will have hit a massive home run, and they will have a legit athlete 
that they could potentially put as a WWE champion someday. I have heard rumors they want to do at WrestleMania next year, Gable versus Brock. Pretty high price. That would be, yeah, so that would be a massive match, especially if they could get Brock to put him over. Mm. Uh, but we have, but we have six months between now and then to teach him the ring stuff and develop his character and see if he's in a position at that point that takes on such a match mm-hmm. or if he's ready for it. Yeah. I, before we run out of time, I've got a couple of interesting ones here um, that sort of made me pull a little bit of a face when I saw these draft picks that I just want to bring up. Um, the first of which is that Jinder Mahal got drafted over to SmackDown, um, but with him, he is only taking Shanky. Uh, there will be remaining on Raw. Uh, do we think they're going to actually try anything with Veer now that he is left behind, or he will just fade off into existence? Uh, it, I think he'll be chasing the 24-7 <laughs> champion, and about, that's about it. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we saw some very athletic moves from the current champion um, on Raw, as he was escaping the many people that wanted to ch- take his title from him. Reggie's doing amazing things with that title. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I've got big question marks about is that T-Bar will be remaining on Raw while Mace will be heading over to SmackDown on his own. You know, the only remnants left of this uh, retribution now. Yeah, uh, I think it's time we got our boy back with his proper name. <laughs> we're going to get Dominic? <laughs> I think we're going to get Dominic Djokovic. Yes. Um... It'll... It... <laughs> That is my hope. I feel like, you know, we've finally ripped apart the last possible scraps together of Retribution, and as you say, it is time to take the handcuffs off, let the man run free as Dominic again, um, and let him show what he can do. Uh, we saw great things from him on NXT, so there's no reason, uh, now that he's up here, that he can't be showing them off again. And, you know, if all else fails, just put him in a feud with uh, Keith Bearcat Lee, they're both on Raw now, and... Uh, They'll tear the house down like they did last time. Yeah, but I think with the new meaner character of Bear Cat, that happens if they face off. Uh, I think Keith Lee wins in like three minutes. <laughs> Probably doesn't go all that long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am excited. I, I think there are lots of possibilities throughout both these rosters. I think, as you said, it is a bit more balanced. Um, but yeah, I think Raw is a stronger one. But we also know that SmackDown is better at developing stars. So some of the people that are on the lower end here may end up becoming like upper mid-carders by the time we get to the next draft. Sure. Or the decision to completely scrap (laughs) it all together. Um, Whichever comes first. but yeah, I think we're in good positions right now with with our rosters. We are upset that we lost the new day again. <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah, we just can't have nice things. <laughs> nope, can't have them together as a trio, yeah. unfortunately. But now we got a, a uh, King of the Ring and Queen's Count Crown tournaments coming up. Could Xavier Woods finally get what he wants? We'll have to see on the next episode of Wrestling Roundup, because uh, we are all out of time for this week. It's been great talking to you. 
Baby. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.